You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it! This week's edition of the Couch Bro Tatoes. I'm Alex. Dang old cap. Goddamn season nine, man. What a terrible fucking season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, season. I was scrolling through the fucking uh, list. Like two good episodes and all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even those aren't that great. <laughs> I'm scrolling through the episode list right now. There's an Enrique episode. Oh, That's kind of where we are in the series. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was definitely not a fan of the Enrique episodes. Um, or any of the Strickland propane employee episodes. Yeah, like Donna and fucking... And Joe Jack. Ugh, Joe Jack. <laughs> fucking Joe Jack. I used to like Joe Jack. In the earlier seasons, he was funny. Oh, because they kept him to one line of dialogue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like Danny Trejo. But, but then it's like we, we, had to, we wound up learning too much about him. Yeah. We kind of learned too much. We've learned enough about all the main characters. Now all these uh, B and C characters have bigger plots now. Yeah. Yeah. And might as well just go ahead. Yeah, so we, we might we'll end up not sticking too hard on each of these episodes, depending on which ones they are. So who knows how long this will be. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and kick off uh, Season 9, Episode 1, A Rover Runs Through It. Peggy the- returns home to Montana to reconcile with her mother, only to find out that her family may lose the land because of its escalating property taxes. Featuring... Henry, Henry Winkler. Yep. That's right. The, the Fonz. <laughs> and they changed Peggy's mom in this episode. Okay. Yeah. And they changed her mom. Her mom was like, like when you first, when you first see her a few times, she's like this, like doppelganger of what old Peggy would look like. Yeah, your idea of what she would be because yeah. this is the first time we see Peggy's mom too, and she's right? She's kind of naggy, and she's kind of naggy. Uh, I was gonna say because Chris is correct. Cap, uh, we saw Peggy's mom. Um, the first the- one that comes to my mind is the one where she's having to do the sex ed training class and we see the oh, flashback. Oh, that yeah, we back. see her again in uh, uh, That Wasn't Mono. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Because she does too. a flashback of when Peggy's because Peggy's mom's giving her hell. She's like, he ain't coming here to eat your food, bitch. Like, yep. <laughs> I remember that. Yep, yep, yep. But no, nah, they, uh, they make her so much worse in this episode because Peggy's mom's a cunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you can feel bad about her losing the farm or anything, but fuck her. <laughs> if you hate Peggy, there's a reason because of that bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like a one more uh, peel behind the, you know, another layer of Peggy, you know, going to her home, uh, her home base. This, this the episode only has like one saving grace about it, I'll say, mm-hmm. uh, when we get to the end of it. Yeah. But, uh, this is actually one of those things where Hank's actually getting bullied a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, because like, he, he actually, the whole thing was Henry Rickler and people from, you know, the uh, is that West Henry Coast. Henry Rickler on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're, they're gentrifying Osage County in, yeah. in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and which is a real thing. Uh, uh, but also, people own vast amounts of land 
in Wyoming. Yeah. I think there's only like 500 people that actually yeah. own it's all like, the land of Wyoming. Right. <laughs> so wow. not, not counting the companies. Damn. Like, like, uh, there's still plenty big of oil in there's still plenty of uh, undeveloped property in Wyoming. Yeah, like undeveloped, they just mean they didn't put a fucking Wendy's in an interstate. Through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we see, like we see every fucking stop in every county. Yeah. But like Wyoming is vast and gray and dark. It's like a it's the place you go and uh, live off the grid on. Yeah. Well, or Ken, Ken, pretend you do. Uh, you know, Ken and them, he they went through Wyoming for that tour or whatever and he said dude there's signs on the fucking walls like in rest stops and fucking restaurants and mm-hmm. don't drink the fucking water out of the tap I believe wow. it because Wyoming is about as bad as fucking like Flint Michigan and shit like that worse probably because you know that nobody lives out there that, that dude's finally going to jail apparently where he's gotten or he's getting indicted for it yeah holy yeah. shit yeah how long has that been going on for I was point? in too uh, long first year high, uh, first year of college holy shit god <sighs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thanks Breaking news. Real, thanks for the real world <laughs> moment. <laughs> there. That's, the, that's the year ender of like every year. It's like, oh, this thing happened. This thing Flint still has dirty water. No, they thing this thing. Yeah, Flint still has dirty water. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Still, holy. I mean, it's not like that fixes the water, but at the same time, yeah. it's still just like holy <clears throat> shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Wyoming, Wyoming's like that too, yeah, huh? Wyoming, Wyoming. Not, <laughs> it's basically a state owned by corporations in hmm. real life. Like that's this is a fact. Hmm. Okay. Big oil, big oil and fracking, baby. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and this this episode just and really, the Badlands. <laughs> yeah. This episode just really seemed to kind of go nowhere. It was just constantly that yeah. bickering between Peggy and her mom, it and a, then Henry a, not wanting the cows to go through yeah. his land. It's a Peggy centric episode, mm-hmm. and the whole point, like Peggy saves the day for the ranch at the end, and she's still miffed because her mom's a cunt. Yeah, and uh, the only saving grace about this episode is like she's getting fucking mad, and then Hank has to step in and like, "Look, you did, you saved the fucking farm," mm-hmm. and she's like, "What for? And for what? For fucking what?" And mm-hmm. then Hank like looks on the horizon, and who's sitting on the horizon? Bobby, Bobby. fucking Hill on a horse because he needs one more goddamn talent, right, <laughs> to be king of Texas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, like that's that's what the like. If I uh, we were talking about fake episodes, yeah, that's an episode I would rewrite where Bobby is at like visiting his dad. He hasn't seen because he's living in Dallas because he's become the governor of fucking Texas. Yes, <laughs> I want to see that movie, Bobby, grown up. Oh my god, yeah. And his wife is senator of Texas, <laughs> Connie Scubanusova. Yes, was one of the two Texas the main representative. <laughs> A big T. Love it. <laughs> Connie Supernewson phone, the honorable congressman from Texas. <laughs> Even that sounds like stupid no, as fuck. The jo- Joseph goes up to own the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> He's playing for the fucking Cowboys, bro. He's playing for the fucking Cowboys, bro. Yes. <laughs> Fucking five-time MVP Pro Bowler. Fucking fuck yeah. Fucking Arlen's native son, baby. <laughs> Tony Romo's just calling his name out from the fucking uh, microphone. Yeah, they're at the Super Bowl. Who's doing the Who's doing the halftime show? Big motherfucking fuck uh, cake. <laughs> yes. I love you, direct. I mean, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he finally gets old enough to realize. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
And Dale is still just like, why does he keep calling him dad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Dale still Dale's hasn't figured dead. it out. Oh, dead. Dale's dead. Dale's he's, dead. He's, 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 fucking Boomhauer finally clipped that motherfucker. <laughs> they, they had to put him down. Oh, dang old Boom, man. Instead that, of order, like, no, 20, like, he ordered like 500 gallons of ammonium nitrate instead of 500 <laughs> gallons of pesticides. <laughs> dang old take the shot, man. <laughs> That's what it is. Dang old man, dang old man. Another Timothy McVeigh, man. <laughs> okay, see. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> As you can tell, we're having much more fun writing our own episodes and continuing this season. But at the end of this episode, uh, uh, that is a good moment, yes. But do you remember the end of the episode, like the very the credits? They do one of the credits things where Hanks talks during the credits. Oh, oh yeah. I'll, those were always kind of like, they catch you off guard no, he, first. He did one for oh, the election. Was, he did mm-hmm. one for like uh, a beer. The, oh, it was the glute, uh, the glute, uh, the butt one. Yeah, he did one for that one. Mm-hmm. But like this one, he's like sitting there with Henry Winkler. Yeah. And he's like, Thank you, uh, but for, for for your information, Henry Winkler does not hate cows. <laughs> <laughs> I know, even though he likes jazz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I only had to do that like maybe two or three times with the PSA. Yeah, yeah, I love the PSAs. The King of the Hill PSAs are great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the uh, when Hank had a fake ass and the Chris Rock episode. Yeah. Because he was like, uh, Hank has a fine ass. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you. It's a really nice ass. ass. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. Hey, look at this butt. It's just really <laughs> nice. Okay, I think we need to go to the X-Files now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah like he's only, there's only like four or five maybe yeah. in the whole series, which I love. And, that was, and it felt like that was maybe a callback because they only did that in the earlier seasons. Yeah. It's weird to think earlier seasons. This is how much we talked on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we're in 2004 at this time. Yeah, uh, well, mm. early, late, 2004. late 2004, going into 2005 yeah. later on. Ooh, the surge in Iraq. Yeah, yeah, the second surge. Yeah, they and, uh, I remember 2004 pretty well, right? <laughs> and speaking of heading into 2005, the episode two in here, Mrs. Wakefield, their Christmas episode. Oh, I didn't like this episode. Yeah, it's just a weird old lady. It's the where the I weird old it. lady shows up to their house, and because she used to live there as a child, or like yeah, her was, and her twin sister used to live yeah, there. Yeah, and, and her twin sister died in the house. Yeah, in Bobby's room, <laughs> or, yeah. or no, no, she said. In no, the hallway. She, she had an infarction, and then she somehow, with her, as I quote, arthritic stricken hands, yeah. drug herself <laughs> into the hallway and died. <laughs> In Bobby's room, right there. So, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Was there, there weren't any uh, like ghost themes to this episode there at all? Dale, there? Dale had an idea for a bed and breakfast, and then when he realized Hank wouldn't let this old woman die. He wanted to do a haunted bed and breakfast, so he tried to talk the old lady to die in his house. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the, the thing that's annoying me, and I've seen a couple uh, YouTubers even talk about this, and it's like, it made me kind of understand why I didn't like this episode so much. Everyone is vilifying Hank. Hank. Yeah, because the old lady wants to die in his house. Yeah, and he's saying no. <laughs> yeah, even John well, Redcorn. Yeah. He's like, you know, Hank, it's better if they did. And uh, uh, Keep in mind, he is saying this to Hank inside a mall. Yeah. The image they portray of John Redcore saying this of our elders need to die in a happy place. The wind is blowing his hair inside the mall. Inside the <laughs> fucking mall. I love it. 
every fucking time he gives some sage wisdom, even if it's bullshit from a con man, an adulterer. <laughs> I, do, I do. I love that little uh, trope, though. Every yeah. time he gets the wind a blows in his ear. I will. Uh, Luann does have one of the best lines she ever gives in this one. Mm. So, like, they get Mrs. Wakefield out. She fakes an obituary. Yes. That she died at a bus station. Yes. And then she fucking somehow sneaks inside the house. And Hank's like, does the one horror trope. Everyone's split up and look for her. Yeah, right. Fucking Bobby and Luann are in the den, her old room. Mm-hmm. And she's on her hands and knees. And she says, uh, Mrs. Wakefield, if you're under the bed, please don't grab my throat and drag me to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that is the most Luann fucking line. <laughs> I think a a full-on ghost story for that would have been a much better episode. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it would have. And and like I said, that's the one thing I really didn't care for. And And then she didn't die. And then she didn't die in the house. No. And and then exactly what you were saying about, you know, the season in general just kind of feels like this is the bad season. This is a prime example of it. If no one would have been turning on Hank for that at all. Especially not someone like um, Boomhauer. I think they were just like taking chances on uh, different, you know, ideas for the characters. Just I think they were trying to make Hank look like an ass. Yeah, yeah but it, it came through very, very hollow because the viewer yeah. is even sitting here going, "Hank's in the right." In fact, he's being a little too kind. Well, I, like, I would have like, like really. Well, even the fucking cops. Even the cops were just like, "What the fuck, Hank?" Because yeah. Hank is like, fucking, she's like, what did I do? And they're like, nothing, ma'am. I know. It's just like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Hank's strict TV dad, you know? Yeah, I know. But, but so that's why I was saying even the cops are just like, you know, oh, you little old lady's done nothing wrong. I was like, that's, well, the, that's the cops in Arlen anyway, because we've seen the cops in Arlen act. And they're yeah, fucking, they're, they're, all, they're right. all shit heels. They yeah. get, they get goofier. Billy wouldn't lie. <laughs> they, they get goofy. has got a Super Bowl ring. They get goofier and goofier, like as the fucking seasons go on, too. Yeah. Is, is uh, Fred Willard in this episode? No. Or is he later no, on? No, I didn't see him as a cop. No. He's a cop later on, though, right? Fred yeah, Willard. Did he have the Wikipedia yeah. up? No, he was, uh, uh, he was, he was the cop in the Big Willie. Wikipedia. Yeah, he was the cop in the uh, Big Willie episode. Okay. But yeah, he's, he's in quite a few of them. Yeah. He does uh, different voices. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Kind of like R.I.P. Uh, Fred Willard. Yeah. Now I was gonna say uh, this is Caps, uh, Mr. Uh, Jamie Jimmy uh, with the computer over there. Uh, <laughs> I've wound up just using like the front page of Google just from the, the quick little synopsis. Now Cap is gonna be the one reading off and telling people the uh, for those with the audio medium in the visual area. Right. Cap is there. Well, fucking <laughs> Wikipedia's King of the Hill season nine. It just has like a fucking. One sentence uh, yeah, description, totally, and that's it. Yeah, but but usually it, underneath the description, if there's like a guest star, it'll say uh, like it'll list who like yeah. in that little. So if there's nothing there, there's probably no one. Nah, didn't seem to be. All right. Yep. So that's what that one was, and then um, but yeah, how, how did it really wrap up? She just kind of fucked. No, off. it was the Christmas party started. Oh yeah, the Christmas party and started. They're like, let her stay, Hank. Fuck. And they just, like, and he said, "Come on, Hank." Fuck. Jesus Christ! <laughs> if it was made now, if it was made now, that's what they would say. <laughs> Colloquialisms change. <laughs> I feel like Dale would have delivered that line. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Hank, just let her stay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Peggy would have said that because she because her new level of bitchiness for the 20, 20 aughts would have been so higher. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, man, just it's so. Now they had the Christmas party. Everyone's over, and this is where we find out like a little factoid about Bill. Uh, More about Bill, yay! Yeah, just a little, just a little factoid. Uh, John Records really excited to be there because he's got Bill as his secret Santa, mm-hmm. and Bill goes all out on uh, gifts. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of like glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, that's another thing. I'm. A, I'm, me and Bill are alike now. <laughs> oh man! Like I, I treat gift giving like a sport. So. Oh, but you caught yourself just relating to him. Yeah, it sucks, don't it? <laughs> God damn it! If only if I owned a house, was in the army, wanted to kill myself. <laughs> and it's real good cutting hair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. good he could be gay. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, episode three is the death buys a timeshare in which Cotton uh, winds up just trying to buy a fucking timeshare. Yeah. yeah. That's, Hank, really, Hank, that's really all there is to it. And Hank has to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank stops him but then regrets it and has to pay for fucking a week. At, I forget why he wound up having to regret it. Because um, his dad. All right. So at the beginning of the episode, we find out Topsy died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And left, uh, and left Cotton $10,000 for his funeral arrangements. Which he saved money and still had nine thousand nine hundred and eighty bucks left. <laughs> so he spent twenty bucks on Topsy's grave, <laughs> which is actually a bag of ashes and a toilet somewhere. <laughs> yes, damn it. Uh, because cotton. Because cotton. But uh, they decide to go down to Old Mexico, and he he looks at Boomhauer and Dale and Bill, and he's like, "I need a new friend. You." <laughs> and and. He's bored with hanging out with Bill because, like, the story he tell Bill tells the gang after for the weekend, mm-hmm. they hung out for two, maybe three days, mm-hmm. and Bill comes back. He's like, and that's when your dad said, "Fatty here can eat fifty potatoes," and he was like, "Bullshit!" And then I died for like a minute <laughs> <laughs> because Bill ate fifty fucking potatoes. <laughs> And then the B plot of this is uh, Peggy Dale and Bobby going into swimming pools. Oh yeah, they're fucking uh, yeah, they're skip, they're house space, hopping. Yeah, house hopping. Uh, what a weird fucking B plot. Yeah, breaking and entering is a weird B plot. Yeah, what, yeah especially <laughs> well, it's because Peggy had all those uh, properties she was looking at, right? Oh yeah, this is when she's kind of transitioned into becoming a uh, fucking real Realtor, estate. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. still with that paper and still going toe to toe with that. Eye patch, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and turns out she's worse at selling houses than she is at teaching Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's very bad at this job. What wasn't it uh, the last season? The one where they were doing the uh, the play to sell houses. Yes, was it the yeah. last season? Yeah, was either that or the year before where they got the actors? Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that one was weird. <laughs> But yeah, so this was an okay one. I, I did find it funny uh, watching the uh, the different salesmen try to sell the gang. Oh yeah, when it's like, they're in it's there. like uh, Patty, you get the fucking put. You know, basically hoist your tits up and go yep. get Patty. Yep. And then we got Consumer Report over here. It's fucking Hank. Yep. And it's like, oh, I could do it. And this guy, he's like a really like. Mm-hmm. Salesman looking dude. He yep. puts his mats his hair down. Yep. Puts his glasses on and mm-hmm. a shoveled jacket. And does like a deep little sigh to get himself in the yeah. Uh, in he's the, like uh, well, frame well, of mind. Mr. well, Mr. Hill, you know, I haven't been really good at selling this week. And basically, Hank says, "Too fucking bad." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you die. Like, piece of shit. <laughs> like, you try to sell me a fucking grave to die in, you piece of shit. 
Hank, huh? Hank will not accept. Well, or rip me a shovel. Huh? Hank will not accept well done meat or bad propane sales. <laughs> yeah, but like he knows a bad salesman because he's a salesman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And plus he knows like the rules and laws of Texas and Mexico, yep. which was no American can own land in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which kind of devolves the whole timeshare process. Yeah. <laughs> because you're basically buying land with a group of people. Yeah. That you could spend on on it. Like so little time. <laughs> oh yeah, like, like a week or two out of the year. Yeah, my parents max. have a timeshare, and it's like, but theirs is structured to where they can go anytime they want to. Yeah, but but it, it's probably it's, because it's, it's not st- done by a bunch of people. It's yeah, probably it's, on it's a still, smaller. It, but it's still a timeshare at the end. It's like there's going to be that one time you're going to call, and they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no we have it right now. No, no, no. Something like fifty other people are here. Like you can't do that. <laughs> no. So why don't you give us another? You're renting Six land months. in a group. It's worse than communism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and and I know that uh, the, the main hook of it was the only reason Cotton even wanted to do it is because he wanted to meet El Presidente. Yeah, the El Presidente, the mountain climber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they don't even show him. No, they don't even show him, and that's the whole reason. Walk well, like they te- the guy tells the salesman, like Hank tells the salesman, he's like, the dude lives on three hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. pension, and he's like, what? Yeah, you can't milk him. He doesn't own property that you can foreclose on. So go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, fuck. He tears <laughs> up the contract, and then he goes to see Cotton, and Cotton's like really excited to get on the yacht and everything. He's like, fuck. And he ends up buying a week. Mm-hmm. A week there. And even they brought out that salesman. They brought out that shit salesman. He's like, well, Mr. Hill. And like the guy in the back's like, nah, man, he's in the back. Okay, sign here, here, and there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the reason I did like it is because you know especially in that in those early 2000s there was a lot of i mean it's always been like that but it felt like within that period of the late 90s to like mid 2000s there was a lot more shady like salesmen like oh, yeah, wherever the, you would go well, you had you would have the boom of the internet age and like mm-hmm. this is before amazon became what it is now yeah but it touched on that quite a few times yeah but people on the show but like in the early 2000s if you remember this is 2004 2005 mm-hmm. Uh, interest rates are extremely gone, are basically gone because of 9-11 and we're still pushing that as an yeah. economic promise. Uh, gas is fluctuating wildly. Mm-hmm. Um, $5 a tank at some fucking well, time. But yeah, by the time 2008's hit, it's four oh, yeah, five yeah, yeah. about 4 or $5 and that's when the housing market crashes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. people are still betting shorts on internet bubbles and stuff like that. So like you remember like there are websites that are gone now that built up what we have now with Google and Amazon mm-hmm. and stuff that are gone that we vaguely remember, yep, uh, like E-bombs world and stuff like that. You know, they but when they came out, and then they started selling ad space. Mm-hmm. That was the nail in the coffin because that was back when the internet community could actually say something about a website. Yeah, but now it's regulated. It's mm-hmm. regulated, but it's not just regulated. It's just like, oh, I don't want to see ads on Google. You're going to use Google, motherfucker. Yeah, you want to go Bing. Huh? <laughs> ask huh, Jeeves. You bitch? Yeah. <laughs> what, you going to ask another website to Google shit for you? Like, <laughs> like, like, like they know where they stand in the in the yeah. uh, pillars of the internet. Well, so. Actually, if you use this other site, it's a little more accurate this than Google. This guy uses Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point this out. This guy uses Bing and Internet Explorer. <laughs> Fucking Internet Explorer. No, that's f- I use Safari. Uh. <laughs> Google Chrome. You put Google Chrome on a MacBook. 
I did. <laughs> fuck Safari. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm sitting here like an asshole using DuckDuckGo. <laughs> oh, no, DuckDuckGo is the good one. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's actually the conversation I heard that's more accurate than Google. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's more Not accurate and more secure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cap Googled pe- uh, guitar pedals. Okay. Cap, would you like different colored guitar pedals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. They do. Those look, all your fucking YouTube commercials are nothing but like Guitar Center and, fucking, <laughs> those and, look, and Amazon. It's like, look at it. Isn't it pretty? <laughs> Give us your money. Yes. But yeah, no, it just it felt like there was a lot more con men, if that yeah. made any sense, within yeah. the, the sales world well, this back, and the early era. This is the death of the salesman, actually. This era mm-hmm. is the death of a salesman because you don't need them no more. Yeah. Now you can just put your product online mm-hmm. or you we could buy anything online. Yeah. And this was what it did. It put nail in the coffin on people who were doing shady fucking shit, especially mm-hmm. real estate people because those people are the biggest con men in the world. And you know what? And I think social media even kind of helped change that because let's let's just say real estate, you know? Yeah. Let's say there was a really bad real estate agent that was really fucking over people. All of a sudden, someone makes a post about it. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? Now that I'm looking at my contract, I feel like they fucked me too. What about you? What about you? All of a sudden, they're getting outed. Then the a guy, next person gets then outed. Then a guy looked at that and said, man, what if I could do that with restaurants and credit Yelp? <laughs> yeah. I really hate the Burger King on 4th Street. Uh-huh. They always short me on fries. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole website dedicated to shutting these places down. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I have so many KFCs because they never do wrong. Well, I, I, I'll disagree on that one. I've gotten more bullshit from KFC. Shh, the colonel can hear you. <laughs> he has many faces. I, I, have you seen the commercials? His face has changed. I <laughs> he's love. immortal. He will not die. He'll shoot you. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah, he's a shapeshifter. He kills no, no, no. He's a parasite, and he just he latches onto a new host and takes form of their body. He slowly think, takes think, them over and gives them the mustache and beard. I know we're three three episodes in, but I know we're just. I really want to do an episode about fast food cryptid. <laughs> One minute he's Norm Macdonald, the next he's Jason Alexander. <laughs> Holy shit, is that Reba McIntyre? <laughs> this is not King of the Hill at all. We have gone for almost 20 minutes. We're in Kentucky. What the fuck? We're in Kentucky. We've done 20 minutes of episode, and we're on episode four now. <laughs> It's that bad of a season, y'all. It really is. We're honestly having more fun. Like, this all right, yeah. Episode four. Peggy tries to spruce up the front yard by purchasing a lawn, a lawn the, gnome. But yeah, that, King of the Hill just gnomes. The, gnomes. And this is where Peggy like fucks with his lawn. It's not cool. Yeah, and, and I think that's the other reason why. I, so, so Hank, it was just really weirded the fuck out by these gnomes. It was because like it all started because someone caught, walked by and said. Man, your house and your yard are always the nicest on the block. Every it was, it was a couple walking. Yeah, it's a yard pride episode. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then Peggy, Peggy's like, well, actually, we and he's like, what the fuck's this we shit, bitch? Yeah, <laughs> huh? I don't see you out here with a fucking rake. <laughs> All Peggy wants is some love and recognition. God damn she it, she gets that in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it is always implied that Hank. Fucks. Yeah. <laughs> that urethra went wider than the Nile that one night, huh, pig? Jeez. Hashtag gross. We gotta move away from this episode, apparently. I can't remember anything cool about it. Basically, what Anti-Semitism. 
Basically, basically what winds up happening is uh, Hank gets all weirded out by it and fucking destroys it. And oh. Hank, Hank, Hank and Bobby go to fucking like bury it, and Bobby can't keep a fucking secret. And like Peggy loses her shit and blames it all on Bobby when it was really Hank and all this back and forth. And it's just like a huge fucking mess. Oh, here we go. Chris, what was the name of the gnome? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. I about said pillow pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, now I got that name stuck in my fucking head. I don't know. I can't say it right now because I'm just... I'm... Yeah, I can't I, remember I, I, either. It doesn't I say on there, uh, Cap? Because I was going to say, I'll, I'll pull it up, but I'm 99% sure I remember it on the top of my head. I just have to pull it up to make sure. And like I said, the Wikipedia page for season nine in particular had jack shit on it. I think it, it was Winklebottom. That sounds right, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm going to... Winklevoss. <laughs> Winklevoss. <laughs> Gnome in season nine. This. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's come down to this. Okie dokie. Fandom says... Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. We're going to get this fact right, damn it. I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> God, this is a very. This is a she very, got it from a German tourist town, Figgleforth. 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 No, 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 no. Uh, Winklebottom. Presents the Figgle. What the? It's a collection. Oh, okay. I see it now. Yeah, you scroll way too far. Hank presents the Figgleforth to Peggy because that was what they had in replacement because they didn't have any more Winklebottoms. Uh, my brain. Yeah. Went. And then she gets like into like the whole lure of the gnomes, mm-hmm. and it's just like, Ugh. yeah. It's because they go to that fucking store and they're like, oh, you can't uh, set them out there without the this, that, and the other and without this sort of feed. And Hank's like, oh my. Those people have schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> Hank's like, they need help. Figgleforth just sounds like it should be a gnome name anyway. Yeah. Then after that, um, this episode was actually kind of funny. It's a Dale uh, episode. Okay, no, this is actually the one I was thinking of. Uh, Dale becomes pro-U.S. Uh, after Dale he, to the Chief, yeah. yeah the uh, Dale they, episode. Uh, yeah. He becomes pro-U.S. after he loses beliefs in conspiracies and Hank battles through the mountain of red tape to get his driver's license fixed because... He's listed as a woman. He's listed as yeah. a woman, and damn it, Hank cannot have that. And that's not even the biggest part of this episode. No! The, fuck, the most fucked up part about this episode is Dale uses the NSA... Yeah. He uses the homeland security, the whole see something, say something. Yeah. He's like, my neighbor is defaming the American flag that I painted on his roof. Like, <laughs> and like he wants to change his ID. And it's just like so many fucking bells rang off for the FBI. Then the FBI guy shows up. He's like, oh, we're sorry, Mr. Hill. I'm not saying I'm looking for a certain type of individual, but you are not that type of individual I am looking for. So. Have a good day. And then Hank, then Dale just goes down a fucking rabbit hole. Because uh-huh. he's got his little camera. He still has a live camera inside of Hank's house. Yeah. In the kitchen. Which I think is still like fucked up. Mm. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's, sitting, he's sitting there. He's sitting there in his like Patriot gear. And he's got his little turtle. He's actually walking into frame, which I thought was funny. Yes. And uh, he calls the fucking Homeland Security again. And they about fuck him up. <laughs> I'm just picturing present day Dale just getting into QAnon and shit like that. Oh, man. He's too smart for that. You think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Dale character is too smart for, Q- for uh, QAnon. QAnon, I don't know if you kept noted, but it has devolved very quickly into something else. It has, else. <laughs> but the, the base is fucking rabid and just kind of makes... Yeah. So is for fucking Flat Earth. Yeah, that's the whole QAnon. That's part yeah. of QAnon. Oh, it is? Yeah. God damn it. I'm pretty sure the... the well. 
I barely keep up with that crap that's anymore. That's a whole new episode. It's a whole new that's episode. That's a whole new yeah, that's, podcast. That's a whole new show. That's a whole new, yeah, <laughs> a whole new conspiracy podcast. theories with Chris I, and Kat. I know. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Bring in special guests. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I do find it funny because uh, Hank <laughs> keeps calling... Ah, keeps getting called ma'am every time he tries to get it fixed and they're just like i'm sorry we have to call you, you what's know, on your you know id what, what kicks him over the edge he gets a fucking uh, piece of mail from the texas propane board that says that nominates him woman of the year <laughs> because buck just had to be cute about it whatever because his license says female so all his app like all his like stuff is but female. it's not gonna immediately change no, that but, quick. It, but if it, but it is a like yeah. a fuck up uh-huh. and he's like god <laughs> How dare they? But now, like, oh, Dale, Dale ends up step, you know, taking a bullet for him, and then mm-hmm. realize, then shows him like how fucking rabid he could be as a man who doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I will call this place over and over and over. I have nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Dale with free time. Holy shit. Yeah. Then the episode after that was the Patriot Act. Yeah, Patriot Act. Yeah, that's where they get a cat. <laughs> this is the one that I, I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, because Hank thinks it's a dog because his name Duke. Yes, because uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Bill winds up getting a uh, one of the uh, army servicemen dogs uh, to watch after what uh, yeah, while they're out while. while they're out doing their ship. And Hank's like, oh shit, that's that's super American. I, I could watch an Amer- I could watch a soldier's dog. I, I'm so signing up for this. Signs up for it. Gets hooked up with a uh, dog named Duke. You know, is all ready for it, and they're oh wait, wait they were like planning a vacation and everything too, and it was it was gonna come early and all this stuff. So they were like, ah, oh, well, well, we'll plan the road trip later. Plus, hey, road trip with a dog that'd be kind of fun. Shows up as a goddamn cat. The one thing Hank does not ever want. Yeah, you can't but, ta- you can't take a cat on vacation. You can't take he, a cat anywhere. And he's in a little bit of a duality because he's like he wants to return it, but at the same time he sees it as his american duty well, no, he tries to return it and the army's like whoa motherfucker you signed a piece of paper yeah mm-hmm. and one guy i love the guy who hands him like the cat stuff uh he's like man because uh, he's like hank's like i i really wanted it to be a dog and the guy's like well i wanted to fly f-18s but i'm one psychological paperwork away from delivering cat toys <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh shit he didn't pass his psyche valve <laughs> yeah don't worry later on he'll become a drone pilot so. <laughs> they don't get psyche valves those guys <laughs> but i like this one because um bobby is trying so hard to be friends with the cat <laughs> and he's just like dad the cat is on me and i'm petting him but Every time I stop, he yells. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite cats when they're just kind of like, pet me. Yeah, no. but this wasn't a nice cat. Yeah, no, I can't, this, can't this cat was a hellion. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cunt cat. Yeah, cunt cat. Yeah. And I thought it was also funny because I, it also showed how it was also a mirror of the time of when people were taking their pets to those boutique fucking um, uh, veterinarians and and paying for all those expensive... uh, Because I think this was around that era of like the fucking... Was this like when the simple life and shit was being yeah. played on Fox. Yeah, so like 2004, it, 2005, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's when the dog was the fashion accessory. So you yeah. wanted to like spend all the fucking money on it and all that shit. And it was like, it was a di- nice, 
Nice little mirror to that also, I thought. I remember South Park, Paris Hilton's dog kills itself. Yes. <laughs> All our little animals kill themselves. They keep killing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I love you. That's Butters. Yeah, Dobbs Butters is in a pair yep. of suits. <laughs> Poor Butters. No. <laughs> Poor Butters, Stotch. And uh, the one thing I did like about this episode, though, was for once, Bill got a good ending. This was actually a good episode for Bill out of all of them we've seen, he didn't get fucked in this episode, and especially in a bad way, <laughs> because he got Duke, and that dog would just would do obey every command, would fetch him beers, play catch, you know, it was just right by his fucking side. And the fucking wrap up, Duke's owner was a fucking uh, what um, Blue Eagle or something like that. Uh, what what were they called? The, uh, uh, the, the jet pilots. Oh, uh, Blue Angels. Blue Angels. He was one of the Blue Angels, and he was just like. You, you ever uh, have you ever felt uh, five G's before? He's like, uh, no, and tosses him a fucking helmet. It's got Dotrieve on it. And he's just like, uh, and he fucking gets to go up in the fucking plane. It's just like, well, danger zone. Yeah, no, <laughs> the bulldozer without the gay volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> it's just me and the boys. We keep referencing that like every fucking episode we talk about it. It's just like, <laughs> you can't not <laughs> <laughs> save me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I did crazy magic. <laughs> yeah, and then yay, here we go. Episode seven, Enrique Asylable Rude Difference. Yeah, this one's weird. It's the one where Enrique and his wife are having fucking marital issues. Man, Hank and, saves the fucking day. And well, Hank makes himself too fucking available yeah. and gets himself caught. Yeah, he's going to like a quinceañera, if I remember right, don't he? Yes, it was. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a bunch. It was like he gets. In, and that was like the first time I ever heard that word. I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Oh, did you not? Yeah, I didn't at the time. I didn't yeah. know what a quinceañera was. Oh, got it. Yeah, and. uh I just I just sense, found this episode odd because Enrique definitely intruded himself into the family way hard, yeah. and it got to a really creepy it's aspect. It's basically a Spanish version of Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, but his was a lot more creepy about it because mm. he was just so jovial and like, oh, hey, you know, like, you're, you're approving of this, yeah. you know, even though you're not, I'm going to pretend you are. My favorite moments are when uh, Enrique and his wife were arguing in Spanish and Hank just kind of slowly backs yeah. away, uh-huh. he gets into his truck and just takes the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Cap and I were watching that one. I was like, I feel like that would be you. And he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they're fighting. So they're fighting. Let them let them handle. Handle it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go, guys. So, yeah, so when I, I got a thing. See ya. <laughs> I have a thing over there in English. <laughs> <laughs> At least so I can fight with you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I keep hearing my name every so often in here, so I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, and um, there's not really much to say about this episode, really. No. Uh, yeah. Basically, it just winds up being uh, Enrique's coming over way too often, weirding out the family, and Peggy. Basically tells him, she's like, you got to put a stop to this. And he tries coming over one night. They lock the door. And it turns really fucking creepy where just Enrique is just banging on the door and just like going, I have gifts. I have gifts. You know, I can do this. I can do that. It's like, call the police, Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he never calls the police. And he's still just, it's just a very weird episode. Yeah, I didn't like that one at all either. Again, that's just one of those uh, Strickland propane employee episodes that's just doesn't go anywhere yeah and then uh another probably my least favorite episode of the season is this one it was the uh, the mutual of oma boha yeah this oh, one oh my boha okay got you it like yeah this, episode? this is the one where he has homeowner's insurance 
This is where. This is oh, where the, this is the homeowner insurance. Why was that? For some reason, when I was uh, when I hit the uh, read more out, for some reason I thought this was the damn episode, but that was last season. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hate that fucking damn episode. <laughs> that damn episode. <laughs> that damn episode. I'm your damn tour guide. No, this, a, no, this one is good. This was funny because Hank is a, Hank fucks up. He forgets to mail in the homeowner's insurance check. Yes, he forgets to mail in the but check. Did he, did he? Did he like just? displays fear to yeah. Bobby. He's like, you don't understand, you little shit. Code red, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, we are this this we're gonna lose everything. Fuck. This is the end of the world. Hank's, Hank's only time he would ever uh, cuss so, in the entire series. To Bobby, right to Bobby's face. Yes. yes. <laughs> we're going to lose does- he does. He panics. He panics. He pulls a. He pulls, he pulls a peggy. peggy. Well, he's like he's wearing fucking like uh, safety goggles, making sure the ladders where it's supposed to be. They're wearing gloves. They're saran wrapping everything, and like he's. But like he. he what was it? He's like, what about the phone? No, we can't answer the phone. It could be an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> like extra careful around yeah, the house. Yeah. And then what's going on across the street? Well, <laughs> one bees. of the Dale, Dale and Bill and Boobauer invest in bee stings and like bees to sting you. Yes, to, for health, specifically Dale. Specifically Dale because get, he sees it as a niche at the fucking fair. Yep. Yes, and tries to capitalize on it like a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> and not or only any good entrepreneur. And not only that, because of this devil fair. Uh, <laughs> Bill realizes, and with Boomhauer, that you could fry almost anything. They try so, everything. During Hank's most pivotal time of crisis about property, <laughs> across the street is a bee attack slash Barbecue. deep fry burner fire. Inferno. Inferno. Because... <laughs> Bobby literally opens the the curtains to the screen to the glass door and he sees what's going on like bees attacking people. There's a fire going on because they got a deep fried bananas and yeah. then a beer falls in. Yep, that's what it was. And, and it's the end of the world outside. Oh god, it's the end of times. Yeah, Dale's getting cha- because I think Dale got bit by something. Oh no, he got burned. That's what it was. He was frying stuff uh, with the boys. He got some hot oil on him. He was like, ow, this hurts. He's like, but not for long. Not with my trusty bee stings. And he like releases like 40 fucking bees in the bucket or whatever. Or, like, what, it's what, a he, box. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to like, he was individually stinging himself. And then his arm went completely numb. And the completely numb arm knocks over the goddamn entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's not how it works if you're listening. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That homeopathic bullshit ain't real. <laughs> yeah, and then Hank... He need drugs made in powder form by a company with a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Hank basically realizes that he turned into Peggy and was just like, all right, we well, gotta fix that, this shit. He's scared the fuck out of Bobby. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, Bobby's like running around going, no, 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 fuck those guys. We gotta make sure we're good. <laughs> He was, it was more so because Hank's always in control, and that happened out of outside of his control. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet uh, what's their name? Uh, David Kalihi Alihi's mom. Yes. Yes. This is Kalihi Alihi. <laughs> <laughs> She's his insurance adjuster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and uh, the reason uh, Peggy and um, Luann aren't there is because he calls them on the way home to tell them, "Hey, look, don't come home." We don't have car insurance, so you don't need to drive. That's right. They're hanging out. They're hanging out at the fucking rest stop. Yes, yeah. and they're like fucking like uh, fucking elbow checking the goddamn all the way. Uh, all the, the platter women can fucking knock down a fucking vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Because the way she's like, <laughs> she's redneck hood. And just way uh-huh, she all, the, all fucking shoulder into that motherfucker. Tra- she's like, look, I got Skittles. Trailer park strength. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they remember he's on the phone with her, and then she's like, hey, the cops come. <laughs> you can no, hear officer. The, you can hear over the phone. He's like, what you back to fuck up? <laughs> no, officer. I swear it was on its side when, you, when we got here. I love that they're sitting on the park bench. Hey, Luann, you thirsty? I can have a drink. All right, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I'll take a Dr. Pepper. Wham! Sun-kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yep, then uh, episode nine was taking, uh, taking care, care taken of... Yeah, care taken care of business. That, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the old man. Yep, uh, football team forfeits a big game due to poor field maintenance, but Hank yeah. resolves uh, the booster club from resigning the field keeper. And then the field keeper gets a fucking head on him because he thinks he was the one keeping up the lawn the entire time and fucks it up. Yep. Again, but, way worse. But uh, Hank and the crew don't want to do anything about it because they love the guy. Yeah, well, they, they don't want to do anything about actually getting him fired, yeah. but they want to fix the fucking field. <laughs> that uh, the guy intentionally fucked up because they were just like, oh, S- it's Smitty. That was Smitty. his name, Smitty. It's like, Smitty's been, you know, uh, fucking up. They they fix it behind his back. Oh, Smitty, you're doing great. You're doing great. He starts getting ahead on him. Then they're like, what are you going to do uh, for the home, uh, for who, the home who, game? Who was Smitty? Smitty was the... The groundskeeper. No, 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 I know who, uh, right. about who voiced him. Oh, oh. Christopher Lloyd. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that now. You're right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the B plot, I think, is Luann becoming a redneck. Again. Yeah. The, like, not, the, not just redneck, white trash. Oh yeah. This, the, I think this is when she starts hanging out with more Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she falls in love with the the truck with the rims. Yep. Oh god. Yeah. Those early uh, Lucky episodes where they're not fully together yet are yeah. a little odd. Yeah, because it's got Trace Atkins in it as his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's like even the character of Bucky because. He, he's still he's still a little bit more like you know bachelor you know cool Bucky and stuff he, like that. But it's like I, I've seen him so much as the you know in a good way pussy whipped version. You know the, the yeah. you know hey baby girl kind of yeah. you yeah. know that that version of him that is really odd to see him as the the lone wolf Bucky. Yeah. He's like I got my ten. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I keep calling him Bucky. God. Oh, that's funny. Uh, he's touched by Buckley's angel. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's uh just he kind of does the old uh i had a thought about it now it's gone about lucky was about buckley buckley yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got buckley in my head and made me think of the part where he comes <laughs> up and it's just but <laughs> that fucking gary glitter song comes up but yeah but yeah, Lucky's still living off that what ten grand or whatever he got from the Slipping fucking off the uh, PP. Yeah. yeah, and then he's kind of figure out ways to make more money. Yeah, it's really hard to fucking get hurt. <laughs> he goes stump hunting. That's all he really does. See, my my uh, getting uh, injured for uh, government uh, for government loans days are over with, or whatever he says yeah. later on. <laughs> Yeah, and and yeah, so not much more happens on that one. Uh, yeah. uh Smitty winds up fucking up the yard because he got the big head, and then yep. uh, the guys saw it in the middle of the night and tried fixing it. I think they, they got, got caught. Yeah, they get like arrested. Hey, you're fucking up Smitty's field. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the the, the perfect little plot twist. More cop thing. problems. I think Koth is very anti cop. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think Mike Judge had something to say. <laughs> All cops are bastards. <laughs> Now, Bobby, you can't trust a cop. <laughs> and how did this one wrap up? Like, how did they get the... Uh, no, they fixed the field and they retire Smitty. That's what it was, yeah. 
I was sad that they didn't bring back like Terry Bradshaw and all them. I know it, be, right? To be part of the boosters because it was a big boosters thing. I could have seen, seen Terry Bradshaw being a regular on fucking King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, but after that we had Arlen City Bomber. Luann takes a second job as a member of a roller derby team to get out of credit card debt. Fucking uh, Lane Prattley. Yes. Yep. Lane Prattley is trying to fucking fishtail him on a fucking paycheck. Now, uh, who who is the bigger scumbag, Lane Prattley or Buck Strickland? Mm. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. You like Buck Strickland because you're more familiar with Buck Strickland. No, that means he's the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. Because Lane Prattley, I believe one of his funniest lies was, I'm Lane Prattley of Lane Prattley Ford and Lane Prattley Chevrolet. Lane Prattley Hyundai soon because my father ain't doing so good. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> hold, well, hold on there, Hondo. <laughs> That's what, like Lane Prattley is that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's not fucking Thatherton. So, well, no. Just the reason it made me uh, kind of think of that, just being in the uh, regard of um, uh, it, it being uh, more scummy. Lane always seems to kind of fall in the realm of uh, more the womanizer. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah because he got a prostitute from Hank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like it, it, that, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Where I'm just like. Buck may be a little womanizing. Hank but hired a pro- I, I was, no, well, first of all, Buck Strickland hired the prostitute to begin with. I was going to yeah. say, Buck's the one always pulling the strings. He, yeah. He's, he's the bigger piece of shit that knows all the angles. Nathan, That's Nathan, how I see Buck. Lane Prattley is just a piece of shit. Yeah. Strickland's the king of pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one. I'll take that. And uh, this was a pretty good one because uh, I like an episode where... Um, Luann gets a little something good for her. She finds something that she likes. Yeah, she does boxing one episode. Now she's doing a roller derby, mm-hmm. and she <laughs> was part- gets into she it. She was uh, she she was the bride apparent for a cult leader. Yeah, <laughs> for a pig man. And uh, I find it funny though that <laughs> she owns she owns a house technically. <laughs> That's and true. She owns a trailer. However, if the trailer's turned over, it's no longer a trailer. <laughs> uh, no, her logic. Uncle Hank. No, Uncle Hank. Now, now Luann, <laughs> I have a beer. <laughs> if I turn it over, I still have a beer. Now, you have a trailer, but it's... No, Uncle Hank, it's turned over. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I do find it interesting, though, that... Uh, this is another, like, Peggy fuck-up. Well, that's what I was going to say, that every time Luann gets involved with something, Peggy has to also get involved with it. Yeah. Because it's like, even with the, uh, the boxing thing, Peggy wound up being right in the middle of it. Yeah. Only this one, she fucking joins. Yeah. You know? It's just and, like, like... buys it. Like, this is another... Buys a team. Fucking with Hank's money. Yeah. Now that's like that's exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not their money; it's his money. Because mm-hmm. right now she ain't making no goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> okay, terrible. Not, spa- nothing, nothing uh, compared to Hank. Again, terrible Spanish teacher, terrible real estate agent. Which, you know how many coffins Hank has to build? <laughs> yeah. How well, many, and Hank how even many mentioned- times he has to substitute teacher, substitute teach to get that kind of money? Well, he was even mentioning that he was just like, I think he even said something like, well, "What you? This is a we. This is our money." Like he basically saying, "He's like, bitch, you spent my money on a, a fucking roller was, derby if team." Show, if the <laughs> shit was made today, there'd be a lot of backhanded comp- like backhanded comments, like, "Oh, this is gonna make money," like the bookstore, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or that motorcycle you made me ride, bitch, in, <laughs> huh, Peg? <laughs> 
And it's then the next season's like nothing but divorce. <laughs> and Bobby thinks it's his fault when it really is his fault. Just the Hank and Peggy version of a marriage story. Oh. Yeah. Oh, except Hank's not a sad sack. God, <laughs> that movie is rough. No. Fucking Black Widow breaking up with Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And then, um,. Basically, it just ends up being uh, they 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 buy a team. Uh, they they renege the rules. Yeah, for, uh, not for the team, not for the sport, but for the ownership. Mm-hmm. And basically, they got really good, and then they got really bad, mm-hmm. and they did a buyout, and then they got all the women paid and left. Yep. So just that, like that. <laughs> so, so it was it was actually kind of an interesting way they kind of went about it. it was it, it was a good metaphor for um, like what college sports are mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say even wrestling. I, yeah, college. I'd, I'd argue college, even college sports today, are just kind of like how recru- or recruiting athletes, yeah. the recruiting techniques of like these programs. Yeah, is nefarious. It's like, oh no, no, you can make a lot of money doing this or this or that, and it's just like, no, no the fuck, you can't. No, <laughs> you can if you're really fucking good and don't get hurt. Yeah. If you're Ohio State, you use uh, championship rings as currency. <laughs> yep. God, what and, Alabama, and Alabama. And Alabama. <laughs> What did you say about Nick Saban? You oh, piece oh, of oh. shit! Is he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Nick Saban is the greatest coach of all time. Thank. Don't kill me, Nick Saban. <laughs> Roll time. Roll time. <laughs> Sports. Okay. I love, I love it. Like Alex is like, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> I'm just like names. I don't know any of this. <laughs> Episode eleven. John Redcorn gambles on his future and decides to build a casino to create a venue for his band to play. Big mountain. That's fudge allegory cake. for now. It's allegory for now since no one has a venue. Fucking right. We yes. make our own. <laughs> what we're trying to do. Yep. Seriously, think about this episode. Dude, I actually, actually, I have been thinking about this since Brad talked to me a uh-huh. while back. I was like, what if I did a chain venue to the rim in like the sticks of Iredell County and just called it the Trail to Hell? <laughs> oh and you shit! End the rim of Hell. Yeah. Like, like, but like, just you know, trail it out, and it'd just be an outside venue. I'd buy like a couple of, like just shit buildings, mm-hmm. you know, for bands to stay in overnight. But like, just build a stage and keep it outdoors, mm-hmm. and, uh, and do like a drive-in thing. On the, nice, we don't have shows. And I, be, I was just like, man. If I sold dope, then <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been selling me all this time? <laughs> fucking borax and cracker jacks. So. <laughs> that's what that's what's at the fucking like bar at the merch tables and shit yeah. like that where you have set up yeah. instead of beards. Fucking cracker jacks. <laughs> Come watch the kitties. Watch the punk rock. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be dope as shit though. Yep. But I like this one because uh, Bucky's in his band. Uh, Coach uh, tr- yeah, Trace Atkins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Rodecorn, Bucky, and Trace Lucky, Atkins. Lucky, yeah. Lucky. Lucky. I keep saying Bucky. <laughs> God damn it. This isn't, this isn't Disney Plus. It's not. <laughs> I'm ready for Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> no, I like how fucking uh, Trace Atkins is in. Uh, I know you use that gif all the time with Lucky and uh, John, John Redcorn. That's mm. awesome. I'm in a hole where my soul should go. And then he ends up breaking uh, children's socks. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I think it was one of them. Uh, he gets he gets swindled by other Native American. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very, very polite with that one mm. because they're not Native American At all. They're like bright three shades from white. So uh, <laughs> they, they're, they, they're about they, as Cherokee Indian as I am. They're, they're not part of the red man. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's about all that happens in this episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but no, he, uh, he ends up losing a lot of his like land and stuff due to like back alley fines and stuff that mm. he didn't realize were there. And then he ends up doing 
kids songs yep which is a trope used in another show uh, parks and rec mm-hmm. uh because he couldn't make it as a rock star so he did children's shows got it and that's a lot of what a lot of people do yeah that's what the guys that do the wiggles they were abandoned yep <laughs> but they got the lead singer of uh, yeah yeah and the lead singer survivor of all things did that too or yeah. does that today mm-hmm. yeah like seriously i think the aquabats they started as like a, a serious thing and then went to kid music and then as soon as it went to kid music they're like cha-ching oh, they're like <laughs> okay hey we can get the appearance attention again too hey look we're gonna do both <laughs> there you go so now it's they kind of write like family friendly music yeah. but it's almost kind of like the pixar way where it's like if you really pay attention the songs are actually for adults but they're actually kid songs see, yeah. see you find two audiences uh-huh. folks that do music <laughs> I saw one of those music mashups you know like uh, the Bee Gees and ACDC yeah I saw one it was the Wiggles and Psychosocial by Slipknot oh god, oh, god. <laughs> and it was really well done <laughs> just like really fucking fast uh, little but it's like it's like eat your veggies eat your Psychosocial, psychosocial. <laughs> <laughs> wow that is really matching up like with these fruity looking eat your veggies eat your veggies I did my, my time, time. <laughs> now I wanna... <laughs> yummy 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 <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> Episode 12, Smoking and the Bandit. Dale protests the smoking ban in Arlen by going from bar to bar disguised as the smoking bandit. <laughs> All because Hank can tell Joseph to sit the fuck down. <laughs> and Dale can't. <laughs> yes, Mr. Hill. <laughs> he just he just felt bad because he can't. He got emasculated. Yeah, yeah. he got emasculated. Yeah, that's... That's really well. That what, what was the outcome of this episode? Really, I don't even remember. Oh no! Um, so he's going from restaurant to restaurant smoking. Yeah, <laughs> which now seems like a dick move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is right when smoking was banned. Yeah, and I remember that. Yeah, well, I me too. too. I remember when IHOP had a smoking section? It's big. <laughs> but um, that was my that was my spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ah, the good old days. <laughs> Them good old days. The Bush years. <laughs> God. God. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, it, it comes down to where Hank and the boys, or Hank doesn't like that the, the, the boys are idolizing the smoking bandit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they decide to go after him. And Dale's like, I'll go with you. Yeah. And that's when, like, there's a turn with Joseph. He's like, holy shit, my dad's kind of cool because he hunts people. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> can hunt a person. That's the uh, first. Then, yeah, that's a really hard. Where it's like Dale's the father figure now. Yeah. And it comes like, to a head with, you know, Hank figuring out what's going on. Mm. And he kind of digs Dale out of a hole again. Yeah. This time figuratively instead of regular. <laughs> <laughs> Which Get I, out of the goddamn, goddamn hole! <laughs> I'll cut your. I'll come down there, and cut all your fucking fingers off. We talk about how uh, Dale really is like everybody's, you know, punching bag, or whatever. But I think the only person on the show that Dale kind of, you know, can talk down to is Bill. Yeah. He yeah. tries to to uh, Boomhauer, but it's more like a but Boomhauer, yada yada yada, and he just kind of like he always Boomhauer always just shoots on that fucking look like well, just, he's, a, he's a strong silent type. He don't say nothing. He don't have to say nothing. <laughs> exactly. And when he does, it's always sad because it's always like Hank saying, 
Well, you didn't have to say it like that, Pat. Uh, Boomhauer. <laughs> you look at me with those sad puppy dog oh, eyes. <laughs> Boomhauer knows when the uh, how long it takes to be mad at somebody too. Which is yeah. like, I was like, how how long are we stay mad at my dad? About a week, man. Yeah, they're gonna probably about a week. Maybe, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your daddy, he's a good man. He's a good man. You know. But fuck him. He got rid of my car. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> Yep, and then uh, episode 13, Gone with the Windstorm, when meteorologist Irv uh, Burnett, played by Brendan Fraser, yeah. replaces Nancy. Uh, she goes extreme lengths to pr- prove her worth and re- remain integral part of the news network. She's supposed to be the, she still embraces herself as like the hot news anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, she's she's the weather girl, and the fact that... Or weather girl, rather, yeah, sorry. Because she, she predicts, you know, sunny, bright, Texas weather turns into a wind wind and thunder and lightning oh yeah thunderstorm at a fair mm-hmm. and everybody's like you uh, <laughs> you said it on a tv yeah your weather did this and i love that that's the fact that people have to, that mentality people still have today that the weatherman controls the weather i know it's when like we what? all know when we all know it's the vietnamese restaurants that run from new york to california <laughs> I know, right uh, everybody knows the that we everyone knows that <laughs> you don't have to be in QAnon to know that <laughs> um I mean, but, if you don't know that and you're part of our Patreon, I mean, <laughs> facts. Like, it's right up there as true as saying Stanley Kubrick movies are made for Guantanamo level torture. <laughs> see, see, and the, and these are these won't go on the conspiracy podcast because this is truth. Exactly. Truth. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. So essentially, this is just a big old jealous Nancy episode. She's just. Always trying yeah. to prove her worth and I almost creating like, news. She's like, there's quite a few what about of those. The super Doppler. He's like, we just wrote Doppler on the fucking side of the air conditioning <laughs> unit <laughs> on top of the building. <laughs> there's quite a few Nancy, uh, you know. Uh, Damn it, being, Shug. Yeah, there's a lot of Nancy episodes towards the end where uh, her career is threatened by <laughs> one love, thing or another. They go to the mm-hmm. forest fire. They go directly into the oh forest God, fire. Yes. Yeah. And like, he's like, turn to the van. The, the, the EP is like, yeah, yeah. turn to the van. Turn, turn to, to the, the van. van. And the van explodes. And then it's like, the connection gets cut. What happened to the connection? And that one girl who's sitting at the at the production desk she's like well the van exploded dumbass <laughs> he's like i need vibes in that area <laughs> and uh yeah so that's, she that's, ends up becoming an anchor an actual like news anchor mm-hmm. because they take her off the weather girl and put her on the desk right yeah. and then she gets like a big girl job at some point with like a dallas station or something right later yeah. on yeah but we'll get yeah. to that one and then uh, it all works out for these people, right? <laughs> yeah. Miraculously, even even the ones that it shouldn't. Sometimes, uh, episode fourteen, Bobby on track. Hank encourages Bobby to join the track team, but the coach uses Bobby to motivate better runners. Right, because Bobby can't do shit, and, and this <laughs> coach is a dick. Yep. Is I'll replace you with Bobby in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you using Bobby is like the bad carrot. It's just like good god, which technically isn't. A great way of coaching. I mean, no, it, but in the episode, it worked. Yeah, it fucking worked. <laughs> it did, but also at the same time, when Bobby finally figured out, that felt, you know, that felt I, bad. Again, athletics is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Feels like the, you may- think you're going to get drafted by Texas A and M playing <laughs> shittier than Bobby Hill, huh? <laughs> huh? You fuck? No, you don't get drafted in the A and M. You get scholarships. Yeah, they, yeah. they gave him this Trans Am for free. Yeah. <laughs> like what's like what's this? Oh, strippers. <laughs> Thanks for free. Thanks, Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and that's really all this episode had to offer was just a whole bunch of Bobby not being good at sports and then being used to threaten other but, game other team players. But Bobby's into it, too. He's like, I'm on the team. I'm making a difference. Uh-huh. We're winning. But, but he's like slowly just becoming the butt of the joke, and even Hank is kind of realizing yeah. it. Yeah, and, and Hank's just like, you're off the team. This is awful. Yeah, Hank's like, uh-oh, no, no. Something about this feels wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, uh, his little put, his little pull to get uh, money for the track team. Uh huh. It's like, uh, well, hey there, Mister Boomhauer, will you buy candy to keep us off, keep kids off drugs? Mm-hmm. And he's like, dang, oh man, Girl Scouts, dang, on this, that, then. They're gonna break me down. Man. <laughs> and then he pays them, and he's like, "What about you, Mister Dotree?" He's like, "No, Bobby, tell me what you told Boomhauer, like right there in front of him. Tell him yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. spiel, the whole spiel again." Uh-huh. He's like. But you heard, he's like, do it again. Because <laughs> he, he likes to hear people talk to him. Yes. And it's just like, holy shit, you, you have a psychosis. Yeah. Like, yeah. They still get dark with Bill yeah, moments. Like, like the whole time, Hank's standing behind Bobby like, I'll buy three, Bobby. <laughs> God, speaking of pathetic Bill moments, this last, last episode, episode is the most pathetic God. Bill moment Yes. You are part of a seven-headed jackass. That's that moment I was talking about where Dale just fucking talks the fuck down to Bill. Because the whole time, Hank's telling him, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Yep. yep. <laughs> Episode 15, and eight over till the fat neighbor sings. And yes, where Bill joins an all-male chorus, uh, completely strapped in nice purple sequiny yeah. outfits. Then they get green ones in the last <laughs> Oh, yeah, and green ones in the end, yes. Yeah, it's just a it's just a weird like acapella group. Yeah, it's, it's that era where like Glee is on TV and shit like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's Fox. Yeah. <laughs> that is also true. American Idol is on Fox, I think, mm-hmm. at this yeah, time as well. Talent, all that shit. Yeah, all that crap. Retality game shows. Woo! Basically, basically, King of the Hills just saying that all those singing competitions are lame as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and but but I do want to kind of you know deposit. I mean, of course. The, the people were shown to be, you know, weird and, you know, a little off the beaten path, you know. And, and it's definitely conveyed that, you know, this all-male chorus is a little weird and shit mm-hmm. like that. But in reality, they did have a decent point, which was it's making Bill happy and it's something he's good at. Where was the genuine harm in him being in that group? The same harm that was with the hot dog eating. Shame. I would say there would be more shame in the hot dog eating than there, there was. Would there be. was, but there's still shame at, at all, and he can't take shame. Yeah, because he'll go, he'll go into like a shell of where he becomes a crossdresser and harasses people during Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you say, yeah, one little thing. That's all it takes. Just one little negative he, comment. He's like the fucking Joker. It's just one bad day. Yep. <laughs> he's he's made of jingo blocks, made of chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah. Then it just happened one day, and then they took, they <laughs> they took my, my stapler. They took my stapler. Same <laughs> dude. Same dude, Stephen Root. They took my stapler, so I decided to burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> that, that's the last straw. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I did. I thought the big payoff of uh, Hank making um, Dale shut up the entire episode and not say anything to Bill. And then, Dale and just, then finally just, you Dumbass! Just unloads on Look him. Look at yourself. You are part. You are part of a twelve-headed jackass. What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> one of the best Dale like monologues ever. And that's one of the high points of the season for sure. And I think that's why they made it the last episode is because they're like, this is such a good Dale moment. We have to kind of finish the season with it. Yeah, it, it's a kind of a fun, funny 
or uh, you know, Bill like if episode. You go on, if you go on IMDb, that is the quote for the whole, for the for the. No, he's like, here, I'll just read, yeah, yeah, quote. Right, read read it to us like it's like it's poetry or like you know like uh, like a nice passage of something. Let me get my preacher voice. Jesus, Jesus. turn on the organ. Let me turn on the organ over there. Bill, Bill, have you have you to be the stupidest man on the planet to think? This is a good idea. <laughs> Have you seen what you're wearing? Your outfit makes you look like a sequined train wreck. <laughs> look at you. You're part of a 12-headed jackass. <laughs> this chorus is the feces that is produced when shame eats stupidity. God. <laughs> Damn. You people make me envy the deaf <laughs> and the blind. <laughs> this has been a reading by Chris Morse. <laughs> oh, I should have done like slam poetry. <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> you are a 12 headed jackass. <laughs> you ready for some poetry, motherfuckers? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I can't think of a better way to end this episode of the Cow's Potatoes. <laughs> Season nine overall, um, Man. in retrospect, and kind of going through each episode, is it as bad as we remember? There's moments. It's, it's got good episodes without the bad outdo the. And it's going to get like this for the next few seasons, I had to say. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Between now and season 13, there's only a handful of gems. Mm-hmm. But compared to like season three. Season I'll show you a handful of gems. gems. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's still plenty to talk about with all these episodes. But yeah, they're just kind of just run together yeah. after a while. So yeah, these these, these Hill episodes are probably going to keep getting goofier. I think this season is like the first time we see not a lot of the family. Yeah, not a you're lot right. of family-centric episodes. You're right. Where it's and, Hank, Bill, or Hank and Bobby and Peggy. And you know what? I think that might be part of the reason why we keep saying these later seasons didn't feel as right because they were not. They were no longer focusing on the family. They were just. Did they just run about out of ideas for the family? Yeah, when probably. They, they've they've hit almost every sitcom trope. I mean, mm-hmm. you're like nine seasons deep yeah, into. I mean, we're almost a, ten years essentially of King of the Hill. Lady, so. Bird, Lady Bird should be dead in a little while, <laughs> right? But yeah, you can. But I can Sad see that. realities of a TV show, right? But you can see. I can see how that could trail off. You know, after ten years, yeah, yeah for sure. X amount of seasons, also, yeah. But actually, uh, if the Patreon members are still listening this far in, uh, I think we actually figured out uh, what we're going to wind up doing uh, is the King of the Hill wrap up. After we do, well, we wrap up King of the Hill, then we're going to do our trivia episode with Cap and Chris. Yes. He's truly knows their King of the Hill after all of this is said and done. I'm going to have to rewatch, like. You like, truly will be the Mahomes to my Brady. Oh, oh, oh. 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 No, no. Mahomes got his ass whipped. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady put on a clinic. (laughs) I'll be your Eli Manning, motherfucker. He beat beat Tom Brady twice. (laughs) Motherfucker, you ain't beat him once. (laughs) I'm just saying, if we're doing the Tom Brady thing... I was, only, I was the only motherfucker I could think of that beat him, other than Peyton. No, did Peyton Manning ever beat Tom Brady? I can't think of it. That's a whole other podcast. Don't, don't yourself to Peyton Manning. He's a rapist. <laughs> All he did was show his ass to a nurse or some shit like that. No, he tried to like like finger at, uh, finger fuck a fucking. Oh stripper. yeah. That's- 
And every time he mentions it, he has to pay her like $140,000. Was this when he was getting his uh, scholarship? No, this is when he was uh, like pro cult. Like, oh, right? I was already in fucking yeah, Indianapolis yeah. by then. Yeah, you can't defame college players anymore. Well, well I, my apologies to Peyton Manning if he's listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening, you piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking if, hate Peyton Manning. If you can't tell by our personality types, uh, abs- we, well, I don't know why we didn't think of this earlier uh, to do it, but after we wrap up King of the Hill, I think we're going to do Always Sunny in Philadelphia retrospect. I'm excited about that. <laughs> My soul was filled with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> because Trash man! <laughs> and, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Especially because it's always nice to have a a good comedy show to fall back to to kind of binge. Yeah, and, and Always Sunny has been one I've actually watched little less than King of the Hill, uh, but I would say that's probably my if I've watched King of the Hill number one amount of times, I would say Always Sunny up to a point in a season. I would say probably falls under maybe three or four of like most times I've like watched a series. Because kind of like behind Rescue Me and Futurama. Exactly. Yeah, Rescue Me is number two for um, me. Once Always Sunny got syndicated on like Comedy Central and everywhere else where I could watch it, you know, like they would do those blocks and I would just watch every Monday or whatever. I think it's mm-hmm. still on Hulu, so. It is. Perfect. Yep. And, uh, and that was the reason I was even thinking about it, too. It'd be an easy way for us to still watch it. And when we were looking at the episodes, we won't run into the King of the Hill issue where there's like 25 episodes per fucking season there for like three or four seasons in a row. Yeah. <laughs> there's like 10 episodes a season. So it's like that's actually going to make the viewing process even easier. Absolutely. I can't wait for that. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun one to do dive into in a few months and that's why we actually have two back-to-back king of the hill episodes because last week we had one and now this week we've got another so not too much longer we've only got a couple more seasons to go we'll be going do some more be going from arland to philadelphia that's right (laughs) moving on up (laughs) the east coast really no that's not moving up philly's a shithole (laughs) well moving on up the east coast characters are much worse (laughs) (laughs) we should we should end like the life We, we do when we do finish it, we should end it with the Bill Burr talking cash shit to the Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, entire fucking city. Cheesy. Sh- cheesy, cheesy motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you got a statue of a fictional character in your city, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Actually, well, I might just put that over the uh, the videotape noise yeah. for all the... Uh, for Bill the Burr berating the fuck out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Over cause... the Rocky music. <laughs> well, because... Uh, oh, yeah. That... that well, mm, I don't know. I kind of want like by the time the tape goes in to be the yes i kind of want by the time the tape goes in to be like the theme song uh, yeah. of the show but how we have do like the yep yep yeah. mm-hmm, over the king of the hill one right now have bill like to find like a line or two from bill and just have him yelling over them like putting the tape in the yes. fucking vcr and have that be the new ongoing oh that'd be awesome <laughs> or the patty's pub song <laughs> and patty pub song two day Ma- boogaloo <laughs> day man day man of the night man yeah we could do a cookie episode with rum ham mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. that's Ooh. one of those where we all hotter keys <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting more rum ham. <laughs> Shit's gonna get weird in 2021, folks. Buckle the fuck up. But this episode of Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex. Dang old cap. Why do Arkansas girls turn their backs during sex? <laughs> Why, Chris? Uh, they don't turn their back on family. <laughs> Woo, pig suey. <laughs>